right. I don't have my mic. You know what? Oh, I'm yeah. Just do this. Rip. Okay, if he's falling your not my problem. Yeah, here we go. Three, two. How did that sound? That actually sounded pretty good. Okay. Well, cheers to you. Thank mm. you. No punts allowed. Admin page. I suppose I should talk. Um, yes. It is Memorial Day. Yeah. Uh, I am Special fresh. Holiday edition. Holiday edition. Double episode edition. Uh, just got back from the water park. Uh, first water park visit of the year. Very stressful with three kids, by the way. Everybody has different stuff they want to do. Um, is this an indoor water park? No, outside. It's like 85 degrees here. I mean, it does look like you got a little sun. <laughs> I, so so I, I will save the majority of my car ride and weekend for the random shit. But okay. I did, I was in the car a lot today and I had my sunroof open. And I think, I think that escalated fast. Like I didn't really think it all the way through. Shining and it felt pretty good. And then like I stopped at a gas station to pick up some beer in Wisconsin. Of course I have to do that. And I'm like, oh fuck, like probably need to close that thing or put on some sunscreen. Like you're an adult. Uh, let's get it together. So yes, lots of random shit. How about you? How was the weekend? How are things? The weekend was good. Um, my mom's birthday was yesterday, so happy, happy birthday, birthday to Kath. Um, yeah. Her and I are launching a clothing brand on Wednesday, so please shop that. that. Like... That's my own. That's my free plug um, of my own merch that I'm currently wearing. Um, so that is happening on Wednesday. So been very busy doing that, but certainly have enjoyed the weekend. Um, it was weird not talking to you last week. I mean, we like communicated, but yeah. like not like going through. Lots of things felt very strange, so I'm glad that we're we're here this week. Yeah. But yeah, going to be kind of a crazy week, and we're like inching closer. I mean, it's going to be June. So, what so, is happening? Okay, I'm so glad you brought this up because Memorial Day, to me, is kind of like the off season. Like it changes, the pace changes, my interest changes, my preparation changes. Memorial Day to me is like once you get to June. Like that first camp is like within striking distance, yeah. right? So like I was thinking about this in my car ride. I'm like, man, I gotta start I gotta start depth charting. The transfer portal has made this so hard. Like I gotta I gotta step it up a little bit. Um yeah. especially now with how fucking crazy college football is. But yes, this holiday in particular, I know for, for me and probably for you, it's like you start to now see the finish line or the starting line, however you want to view it, uh, yeah. of the off season. Yeah, well, it's funny because it's like it's the start of like off season and like summer for most people, and I feel like it's the start of oh man, it's getting close already. Because once we get to July, like there's no there's no more off season. It's it's go time. I are you excited about like where are you on the? Because I thought about this in my car ride and I got like pretty excited. I'm like, okay, like I I'm not ready, but I'm getting excited. So the Premier League season ended this weekend. And F1 is still on, but I'm like, and like I, the NBA finals have been great, by the way. Um, yes. But I'm like, I need football, I think. Like, yeah. I, I think I need football season. Also, like, this sounds so bad, but during football season, I get to be a little like less social. I just like, I one oh, wow. one like social activity a week is really good. And I feel like I've had like, been going out so much and going and doing so much lately that i'm like this is exhausting i kind of need a, an excuse to like sit on the couch and watch football for 14 hours a day so i uh i like that like social but want to be anti-social kind of a thing yeah. like yes like, or not not anti-social slightly less no. social so my friend and i talk about this all the time because like by nature you would think that i'm an extrovert which i am but I do like enjoy like recharging the social battery before I go back out and hang out with people. Like I'm not like just always ready to be like on. Well, I'm so terrible season at now. I, I'm really? bad at it. Yeah, yeah. No, like I don't. Well, now I have three young kids. Like I don't really. Yeah. I rarely. Um, I rarely have that. And when I do, it's kind of like, what do I do with my? I had a little bit of that this weekend. Like, what do I do with my hands? It's so quiet. Yeah. Why is it so yeah. quiet? Like, and not like with people having fun, like someone hitting the other one or spilling shit or whatever. So, yeah, no, I've kind of, I, I don't know. I feel like COVID too probably warped my yeah, brain where I can have I'm just a getting great, older. Well, I can have a great evening watching three 
television items behind me on a Saturday <laughs> night. Give me a UFC card to bet. I mean, whatever, like, like a random boxing, like whatever ancillary sports you've got. I don't even need football. And I'm happy, like right here. Like I've trained myself and, and genuinely, yeah. I'm faking it. Not well, sad happy. Like actually, like, no, I'm a pig in shit. Give me a bottle of wine and something to bet on and I'm good. Like, I'm, that's it. It's actually kind of bad because I feel like, too, with, like, college football, and we've talked about this with, like, social media and then being at events and, like, seeing people. Like, those people are, like, my friends in my head. Or, like, oh, my, like, friend from social media yeah. is, like, <laughs> legitimately my friend. This is, this is actually, like, a deep dive that a therapist needs to do on, like, oh, what no. sports and sitting and watching, working in sports does to you as a social person. Um, But, no, because, like, I feel like on Saturdays you sit and, like, you talk to everyone that you usually talk to on Saturdays when we, you know, are a little Twitter family. Internet friends. Um, internet friends. Internet friends. So, they yes, I am, I am. Actually, I think Athlon has their preview magazine out. Um, I'm going to go seek that <laughs> Always out. Always very it's reliable. Just like, it, it, yeah, no, it's like, it's their, like, I just, it's part of my routine. I, I like, open it twice, right? Like, I, I'm on a plane and it's in my bag at all times. I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, but I want to do it. So we're getting very, very close to actual football. Um, we are Colorado. We have our weekly mm-hmm. mention of Colorado football. They set a single day ticket sale record. Um, and so all of this says, despite the fact that things are happening, you got people leaving, you got rosters being turned over. They sold 11,273 single-game tickets Wednesday, the largest one-day total for individual uh, game uh, in team history. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Are you surprised by this? Like, no. it, The momentum has sustained, and that's not necessarily surprising, but it is, like, they're clearly excited about whatever the hell it's going to be. I think the question for both of us is, what the hell is it going to be, and then will it be sustainable? Yeah, that's the big thing. It's like, will this be sustainable? It's all fine and dandy when you first get there and you don't know what the product's going to be. Um, I think people will go just to say that they were able to go. I saw there was like a, I think it was like front office sports who did the breakdown of like the like ticket price or something was like more than what it would be for a mortgage in Nebraska to go to the game for people, yes. for like four people yeah. or something, Um, which is kind of funny, but yeah, I, I don't know how sustainable it actually is, but I mean, good for Colorado. It's good for the Pac-12. Like, I have no, I, there's no hate here. Like, I'm, it is what it is, but I am very, very curious to see what happens because I don't know that this is going to be a really, really good football team. I think they'll be an okay football team, but I'm curious what happens when this team isn't winning every single game and it's not necessarily like as exciting as everyone thought it was. The hype was just there. I think they're the toughest team to evaluate in the country. Like, yeah. And it will not be great, mm-hmm. but it could be better than bad. It could, and it could, they could surpass X. Like that's, I, I, I think it's going to be better than bad. Like, I don't think it's going to be like they're getting blown out every single night, but I do think, or every single weekend, but I do think that it's, they're not, I don't see them winning the pack 12. I don't see. And like, that's what, that says to me when you're buying tickets like that is that your team is going to at least have like bowl eligibility and like even that for me is like kind of questionable but i think bowl uh, making a bowl game would be i'm glad you said that because that's where i was in my head like an enormous success yeah to me that's like that's a good season that's like coach Mm -hmm. of the year stuff right like well like we saw that with kansas right yeah And, and we should treat them how we treated kansas this year now they won't be because Kansas, when they're what were they five and zero, six and zero? It was like the story of college football. Yeah, uh, Colorado was pretty much that bad this year. Yes, they were. You know, you know, like pretty much that bad. So we're not going to treat them that way, though. He's not mm-hmm. going to get the oh, that is adorable that they're yeah, you know, which they won't be. I'm just curious to see how the media handles it because I feel like you just don't know. Like, there's so much criticism around like even if like like Alabama they don't make the college football playoff down year bad year is a dynasty yeah. we're hearing these conversations but like what's the expectation for Dion like what what actual expectations do we have of this team and like I think people are it's great to bring up the numbers about like record like ticket sales but I'm curious like what are people actually thinking this is gonna benefit long term instead of just like the hype of right now that's always kind of been my question about him in general is like bringing him in as a coach like to be fair like this is I mean they're getting a, a 
great amount of talent. There's no question about yeah, it. Yeah, Their roster is talented, but there are also so many other things that have to go right for this to be a successful football team. And I think like that's the part that we're like over, not we, but like they, people in general might yeah. be overlooking the, how difficult it is to just come in, turn a football program around in a year. And they, and they have a quarterback, right? They, and that's part of it. I feel like if you have a, a really good quarterback, which it looks like they do, you could kind of mask some of the other issues. Like Caleb Williams did that for USC last year, like mm-hmm. brilliantly. And then it came undone, uh, like violence. Sorry. Yeah. I just got really what? excited because uh, Caleb Williams is at the Monaco Grand Prix this I weekend. I saw that. Is that NIL so related? That's got to be NIL related, right? I'm sure there was some sort of like sponsorship situation that he was involved in that was like a sponsor for that hopefully it's rolex because that'd be sick last colorado thing you're exactly right about the fans how they're going to respond but i also wonder how dion will respond if they start losing because he got into his gig and they won pretty immediately and won pretty big and they didn't mm-hmm. lose a lot like and that's why he has the job that he has because he's yeah. done a good job this is a different animal you have some you know the pac-12 is kind of a mess but you have some good teams that are you know are are going to beat you or should be yeah. well and they're an experienced teams too it's, like exactly so, so i'm i'm curious how he handles losing maybe more than the fans I, on the other hand one more thing on top of the one more thing this is why i love college football because that colorado fans must be feeling like, this was a fucking wasteland football team. This program, frankly, has been dormant for a long time. And you have this sudden excitement. It's like, frankly, it's like me with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, to a degree. Okay. They're not going to be boring. I don't know how good they're going to be, but they're certainly not going to be boring. And you you have excitement around this thing for the first time in a while. But for yes. Colorado fans, like, I get it. Buy into that. Go go celebrate. Also, that campus is wonderful, by the way. Colorado's? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Strong it's awesome. Doors. I went to a family weekend there. I don't know if oh. you've seen that video of me, but we won. Um, <laughs> that was quite a hilarious video. My cousin went to, to Boulder, and I went for family weekend, and they played Arizona. That was a top-notch day, got to tell you. Um, but one of the things that is being reported is that with all this realignment madness, that conferences could start dropping teams if they're not really pulling their weight. Um, I love this. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I became like a Premier League fan and there's relegation every year. I'm like, this is great. This is great. Or maybe it's just because I went to a school that <laughs> that has at least one program that can keep us in a in a Power Five conference. But like, I like this because I hate that like brand. So like, here's the thing: if Dion comes in and like, yeah, he's gonna bring a lot of money to Colorado. People are gonna watch those games on TV because he's the coach. But if that team's not doing well, like, they don't deserve, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like they're, I like this sort of idea of you kind of have to earn your keep to be in one of the powerhouses because there's a lot of money on the table here for a lot of teams. And I feel like, you know, there are good Pac-12 teams that deserve to be in the SEC or the Big Ten, you know what I mean? There's teams that are like really really bad that are in those conferences and they're all top heavy and we complain about how top heavy they are maybe this is the way around the top heaviness yeah Rutgers is like shit yeah <laughs> like, like I get it like New York New York market I love that um it only makes sense that this is the logical next place to go yeah if we're gonna make this business cutthroat money grab like goodbye Rutgers hello Oregon Right. Like, and I know it's not that simple. The, the funny thing about it, though, Paige, is like this sport moves so slow. Like, you have matches, matchups set up in like 2035. Yeah. And, and, and granted, most of the, a lot of these now get canceled, like, you're on a whim. Yeah. Um, because of realignment things. So it just cracks me up now. It's like, you know what? Fucking Rutgers in Maryland. Like, goodbye. Like, or the other part of this, too, is like, what do you value? Like, and, and I'm going. I'm going down the rabbit hole. So you are. apologies. It's okay. I, but, I was but, about but like, to get there, and I know where you're going well, next, yeah. and I think we should talk about it. Well, okay. I don't know where you're. I had a team in mind. What team did you have? In no, mind? I wasn't thinking of a team specifically, but I was thinking about the fact that people will be upset with like tradition and the fact that like rivalries and things like that would change in uh, the whole like gonna, pageantry of the sport. Like Vandy. Okay, Vandy in the SEC. 
Yeah. It's a great academic, great, great academic school. They have great other programs. Like baseball mm-hmm. is great. They, they have yeah. some women's sports that's great. I'd be curious how like a Vanderbilt is, is viewed in the SEC. In, yeah. And in football, by the way, they're getting better. Um, Do you- Basketball school? Do they have basketball well, programs? I, well, no, I'm just thinking like, it, is there a world that we could see? I mean, this is really out of left field here. Um, where we see like different conferences for different levels of sports. So like it kind of be like a tier thing based on like how good each of like your programs is. So like, I mean, Notre Dame is like an independent football school, but is part of the ACC for basketball and other sports. So like, is there a world where like you have like the top tier football teams and like the. It's like UConn. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, Like, you know what I mean? Like you just, I don't know. I just. I, I mean, that was, is, honestly, that would be so complicated, and I would hate to be the person that would have to figure that out. But, like, if we're getting to that level, like, maybe maybe this is something that we see it kind of split up and div- divided by sport. If you're Ohio State or if you're Georgia, you're, you're going to look at splitting these payouts, right, and be like, uh-huh. Jesus Christ, Nebraska, get it together. Um, yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Let's like Purdue. Come on. Like, well, go your way. Now, Purdue and basketball, like, and this is where I'll show my, like, this is where I'm getting reckless. Like, uh-huh. you know, Purdue, but Purdue's field hockey program is one of the, like, I get it. There's more than just football. No, there's but more the than re- just football. I totally get the it. The revenue drivers are football, football, uh-huh. and then for for some, basketball. And then uh-huh. many basketball are just, they're losing money or they break even. Yeah. So I, I do love this idea. Like, because this is on the heels of the succession finale. This is succession level cutthroat. Fuck everybody. Wildly entertaining. Yeah. Ultimately, they're going to build a Premier League, right? Like that's where we're heading. Big Ten, yeah. SEC, whatever it's going to be. It's going to be this yeah. giant continent of football teams <laughs> that they're going to boot teams in and out. And it will be awesome. And it will, you will lose yeah. some tradition along the mm-hmm. way. But if this is being discussed, yeah, I'm for it. Yeah, I feel like the landscape of college football, as we know, it is simply just going to change. Um, I did want to bring up, I know we didn't even talk about this, but uh, our friend, sources, Brett McMurphy, had posted this last week, and I couldn't remember it. But this was the tweet. It's about Washington State and, unfortunately, your Pac-12 conference. So Washington State President Kirk Schultz says WSU Athletics will have a temporary freeze on all current and future vacant positions until further review as well as a pause on non-essential travel, purchase of new professional equipment because of the significant de- decrease in Pac-12 revenue distribution as a result of overpayments from one of the media partners. Relocation of the Pac-12 headquarters in San Francisco, blah, 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 blah. It does not sound good. This does not sound very good at all. No. I don't know if you saw, but the Pac-12 announced, I think, last week that they're doing... um like mic'd up and like sideline interviews that like ESPN is going to use when they do have games. And like, it's like more access than ever before. I'm like, how about just the basic access of being able to watch Pac-12 football? The way that the Pac-12 has botched this is so bad. And I like, I, I, at this point, and I know people are going to be mad that I'm saying this, but like at this point, divvy it up, cut our losses and get out. Because I can't, I yeah I can't I cannot take it anymore because it's just it's also again like I said before it's just so unfair to the athletes that go to these schools and also the people that are dedicated fans and are going and supporting these schools and like it's just it's frustrating to watch like it's very very frustrating to watch and just really not fair to student athletes at very good academic schools and incredible athletes in their own right and just to be like made fun of because you are at a Pac-12 school, or for Pac-12 schools to be suffering because of it, when sports does make money. It's easy to sell sports. It's not that hard to sell. Um, I understand it's Pac-12 football. You could sell it. You can. You're just choosing to be nitpicky about certain things, and it's uh, uh, yeah, a mess. Yeah, I, I feel like this has been like a decade in the making, unfortunately. Yes. And it wasn't just current regime, but the Pac-12 network deal was horrible, and the access oh, was, was so Oh, it was past limited. regime that drove it into the ground oh Oh, exactly yeah now you're just like there were holes in the boat and now unfortunately yeah he was not very good i do find this interesting too on article that i saw from pete thamel as well on like the big 10's unfinished network deal and Mm -hmm. what a mess that kevin warren 
left them in basically like trying to figure yeah. out how to sign this deal leadership and Kevin Warren just like left in the middle of the night, I think to go work with the bears and the big 10 seemingly, you know, this is where Jim Delaney was amazing. Like amazing. Not the like most loved guy, but media wise was center, like central. And there were some key details that like they omitted, like flat out, like, like not doing the proper protocols or informing teams that your conference commissioner has got to be rock solid or you can, or it will sink your conference. It is so yeah. crucial. The Big Ten will be fine. They will get this squared away. It's a different situation than Pac-12, which is more survival. But it was two stories back-to-back that speak to how just critical that leadership component is in athletics as a whole. Yeah, it's interesting because I think, like, before those positions were not seen as... I mean, they were still obviously, like, businessmen that are holding these roles, but they were more seen as, like, the politician of, like, Oh, yes. the like athletic director type situation where you're like waving hands, kissing babies, like shaking hands, kissing babies. And <laughs> we got it. We workshopped it. We're good. <laughs> There's the name of the episode. Sorry oh, I didn't damn. say it word for worm, okay? It's not my fault. Oh, it was all right. We can't, <laughs> you know, I'll produce more Picassos on a regular basis. But no, that was great. That was, no, I just wanted I to make sure I correct my myself. Because if the best part about the internet is that I know if I don't correct myself that someone yeah. will correct me, oh, so I yeah. needed that. But no, it They're just it waiting. used to be yeah, it just used to be seen, I think, more as a like public facing job as opposed to like actually a business person handling like media numbers, deals number and all crunching, those yes, revenue, number crunching. Yeah. And now I think that's like sort of why the uh Pac twelve hired who they did, but it just has not panned out in the way that they thought. But I think it's yeah, definitely they're... gonna be interesting to see who like starts to actually take over some of these um roles um as they open up and change because it's certainly a different job than it probably was 10 years ago speaking of kind of business football stuff josh okay. brooks george ad gets an extension to 2029 he's only 41 years old um and so that's interesting and his salary goes way way up the other part of this that I found fascinating, so they're basically approving the budget for 2024 and uh, for the fiscal year, it went from $162 million to $175 million. So it's an 8% increase. They're building two new uh, practice fields, um, like track and field. Like they're, they're injecting a ton of money into this. And why is that interesting to me? It's like success breeds more success. And and the, to compete with a Georgia, like this is how Georgia keeps its edge. You and I, we talked about this yeah. like the last couple of weeks of like just how you maintain, you know, through recruiting the level of success. But you keep key leadership in place. You inject an 8% increase in money, which is a huge increase, by the way. That tells you how Georgia is doing financially in terms mm-hmm. of making money. Yes, yeah, uh, I find it fascinating. Again, it's just more pieces of evidence of quality leadership on a team level now. Like, mm-hmm. hire good people, support those people by hiring around them, and then just spend a shit ton of money to make money, which is easier said than done because it all has to work. You have to win football games at an insane scale. But Georgia is keeping all of its pieces in place to do this. Yeah. I think that's, uh, again, I know this is becoming a Georgia podcast, and I'm sorry. No. Um, I mean, and to that point, like now you're also, you're also worrying about making sure that like the players are paid and are able to get paid in a certain way. Like you have to have access to those things and show them how they can, can make money there too. It's not just about your school making the money and yes. pocketing it now. So it's all kinds of crazy in college football. Yes. It is. Um, my quarterback is, uh, my, my professional quarterback Uh, I did see the video of him dancing at Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. I wanted you to assess like how genuine you thought Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you think? Well, here's the thing. I want to not like him. Like I've really tried because I mean, he played for the Packers. Like that's a strike against him. He's just him. Then he was on Pat McAfee and I was like, all right, he's cool. Then he just says dumb things. I'm like, oh, okay. The whole, like, is he going to the Jets thing and, like, announcing it and then, like, it not happening for a while kind of annoyed me. 
Then this Taylor Swift video comes out. I mean, he's just, I think, like, a bad dancer, so I don't think it was, like, disingenuous. I think he really was enjoying himself, but I just find it, like, so fascinating that him, of all people, like, really considers himself, like, a Swifty. I don't know. It just, like, it does, the math ain't mathin' for me. Like, that doesn't add up. Like, I feel like he's just doing it to be, like, relevant and cool, which is, like, anti what he wants to be, but, like, that's actually what he is, is, like, Pat McAfee, people really like him, goes on that show, you know does does rogan does things that like people do in fact like so i don't know i think he's more like mainstream than he would like to admit you know i uh i admire his ability like his lack of fuck giving um yes I, it, it is a gift now i don't agree with all the things he said but no. every time i've heard him over the last like year he seems very comfortable with who he is and he certainly seems very happy with like and it's not because you're a member of the Jets, buddy. Just you wait, okay? Wait till like November yeah. first. Then we'll see how happy. Um, yeah. But he does seem to be like I don't know. It. I heard an interview with him last week, like mm-hmm. just randomly in the car, and heard an interview with him. And and I do appreciate like his answers are thoughtful, um, yeah, and deep, and sometimes kind of weird. Um, but I like that because I, I, at the very least, he's not he does give a shit when he's answering these questions to a level that I don't think you see most like 19 or whatever he is year vets yeah. actually do. And I don't know what that is, but I am. And of course I am fucking biased inherently biased. So, now as a Jets fan. I will say he, he does care when he gives answers. If he cares about the person asking them, like he's still, there are people that he's just going to scoff at and be kind of a jerk. Yeah. To. And, like, that's why it's interesting to me is, like, he is thoughtful that way when he's not giving medical advice to the, the world. But I, I, it's, it's just very interesting to me that, like, this Taylor Swift is, like, kind of more of, like, a mainstream thing. Like, it's, like, more people like Taylor Swift than they don't. So it's just weird that he's, like, in on this, this bandwagon. And, like, it's not like he, like, didn't know people were going to record him dancing. So I think it was interesting. But also the Jets account on TikTok was telling people to like comment where what section they were sitting in for Taylor Swift and like they would go to it and like show them the view which is like very important to Taylor Swift fans before they get there so they were going into like the empty stadium and like sitting in people's seats for that which I thought was great but now like a bunch of other NFL teams are starting to do that with like the stadiums that they're in um and like every pro NFL team's TikTok is like what's your favorite Taylor Swift song when like Taylor Swift's coming into that and I just think it's really funny that like my two worlds are colliding. That you can enjoy Taylor Swift TikTok. And Taylor Swift TikTok. A little, little bit of NFL in there, too. I like that the Jets did something positive. Like, all of these vibes. Their social media is amazing. Their By social the way, media is very good. Did you know that most NFL um, social media accounts are run by women? Majority of them no. are. See, I did not know. And it's like... But the tone is very good. You're right. Like it does it is very good at it because there's a sarcastic, witty, like and and that is not an easy job. Like I I think no. a fun sidebar. Like when you get your ass kicked, it's one of my favorite things. When the NCAA basketball season starts, this is one of my favorite things. And like mm-hmm. Kentucky will lose to Stony Brook or something, right? Like fifty four, fifty one. And you'll have the social media team just post the final score and you just read the comments and it is just the nastiest place on earth. Right. It, it is. And, but it is like my favorite thing. The score. And I just imagine being that group like graphic. All right. You, and this is what you do for a living largely. Right. Not necessarily yeah. in the social media. Realm. Okay. It's graphic ready. Yeah. We lost 54, 51. All right. I want, all right. All right are we going to post it? Good. Okay. Everyone close their computers. We're going to the bar. Fucking yeah, we're just si- leave like, it. Let, don't just read any leave of it. this. Yeah. Oh, it's a dark. It's a dark place when things aren't going. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun. The content is good. So Aaron Rodgers, it, it this feels almost too good right now, Paige. Like with the Jets, it um, does. He's gonna do will... something to bring him back down. But it was no, hard for would. me to hate That's... on the fact that he was like just thriving. I also get so funny because I think the like content was like, oh, or the the caption was like. 
you know, Aaron Rodgers like loses himself in the moment at uh and I'm like, he also like lost himself in a dark cave to figure out what he needed to do. Like, I don't know, it's just weird. Can you imagine in the dark cave? He was like, actually, I wasn't just in the dark cave. I was in the dark cave and all I did was play Taylor Swift and just sat there and <laughs> worked through my emotions. That's actually not a bad idea. Like if you're working through something. I, I don't know if you've watched Dark the TV Kate. show Shrinking yet, but he talks about like playing a really sad song for 15 minutes and just like crying it out or whatever. That was probably what Aaron Rodgers was doing in that. And it led him to the Jets. So look at that. There is a lot of New York mention in her stuff. So that makes sense now. It dawned on me that Aaron Rodgers and I are like similar age. I think he's a little older you than are? I am. Yeah, he's what, 39? It, I mean, I mean this as a compliment. Like you look a lot younger than he does. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. I, it's a little scary, though, when he's like, oh, I'm not running like I used to. And I'm like, <laughs> I, yeah, buddy, I'm there. I just picked up my son from the swing set, and, like, I'm out for the week. Um, Careful, LeBron, you have a sensitive back. <laughs> yeah, you know, LeBron, on the other hand, is a month, literally a month older than I am. And that floors me. Fucking floors me. Because to, to be do fair, what he though, does. It's like LeBron J. It's like the most freak athlete of, like, no, and Your he's generation. spending millions of dollars on his body. Like, yeah. I'm in awe of that, though, because I literally will pick my kids up for a neck ride to take them up the stairs to the bath, and, like, afterwards, I'll put them down and be like, fuck, that hurt. Fuck, <laughs> like, no more of that. Like, so LeBron and I, we share almost a birthday, but after that, it diverges. I want to add one more college football thing. I want to couple of these things we're going to do. I want to put like a test. I read this on ESPN. I forgot to throw it on our doc, okay. which was college football future power rankings on offense. This is kind of a neat idea. This is like, this is just prime offseason content. Okay. So this What's is what ESPN the does. They rank offenses, not just for next year, but the next three seasons. So 2023, 2024, and 2025. Okay. And they rank the teams in power rankings just on alone so i wanted to ask you what you think the ranking next three years offenses in college football what you think the top five is if you could get the top five well i think usc would be number one they are definitively number one okay across the board for all years uh they only do the one they do like the three-year ranking and they're like here it is it's usc and i'm not reading all the I'm not going to read all the text, but it's Caleb Williams, it's Lincoln Riley, it's blah, blah, blah. It's everything you would imagine. Hmm. Okay. So that's number one. I, are these teams that are, like, good, like, in ranked yes. high? I, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, there's no, there's no so it's not like, here. This is not a trap. I'm not leaving but I'm, you But it. I'm curious, like, where, like, TCU, because, again, do they view this as a fluke year, or is TCU up there because Sonny Dykes is still their coach? TCU, they are not top 10. Wow. But they're predicting the future, too. So this is the other thing. But again, like, you know that that offense is going to be efficient. To be clear, this is not my bullshit ranking. That's okay. why I wanted to read it. I just, like, that's why it's confusing. It's like, I is it You'll like, know number good two. offenses or offensive efficiency based yes. on, like, no, it's, it's their just conferences like, are in? I. So I'm sizing this up. A lot of it is reputation. I don't want to say it in coaching. Number two, I would, I, I think you would get. Really? Yeah. Is I think it, you'll know number two. Is it Alabama? Alabama is number four. Let me make sure that's right. Fuck, there's a lot of fucking Ohio words. State? It's four. Ohio, Ohio State? State is two. Okay. Ohio State, and then, so in so one is at USC, two is Ohio State, three is Texas? No, Texas is, fuck, god damn, words, words, they're top ten. Georgia. Georgia is three. Texas Which is funny, because, like, I don't feel, like, I get that they've had, like, a I, lot of I, offensive I, weapons, but, I, like, I just don't. I totally agree. I, this no, is that, very, that is the one. So is this just, like, who's good? Alabama. Who's good? Yeah, I mean, even Alabama, yeah. Four, we know Michigan's little... not on there. We know Michigan is not. Oh, oh, no. Michigan's number five. <laughs> what? 2023 future QB power like, ranking six. Is this just, like, they win games because of their offense, or, like, they score a lot of points? Like, I'm very confused here. 
they they looking at analytics and and then also recruiting. And okay, I so Michigan I can understand now, if you're looking at it as like a formula and not just like oh we score a lot of points. This is like yeah, because you know you look mm-hmm. at next year Michigan 2023 Michigan should be offense should be really good. Well, McCarthy, and here's the thing is like even if it's not that good, you don't need to score a ton of points in the Big Ten to win football games. Ouch! But yes. Well, it's the um, same with like the SEC. Like, I mean, see, the number sixteen I thought would be higher. Okay, with number um, six in the top three, personally. And it's well, I mean, I, mean, yeah, I, I, I can also it. always tell you, Clemson number sixteen. Nope. Where is Clemson? You're. <laughs> And it's somewhere I saw them earlier. They're not top ten. Is it a Big Twelve team? Um, where the fuck is Clemson? Uh, no, it is an SEC team. They score it... a lot of points. Like this year, they scored oh, a shit ton of points. Ole Miss. No, but a good guess. But this is why they I have... don't understand Florida. Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee. See, Tennessee, they have, and this is why I don't get the ranking, but they have a quarterback that could throw the ball like a thousand yards, and then they have uh, one of the best young quarterbacks, like recruited quarterbacks, and Nico. So, like, this is why I don't get it. I would have Tennessee's offense ranked higher than Georgia's. I wouldn't pick Tennessee to be uh, better than Georgia. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd have Tennessee's probably ranked higher than Alabama's. Yes. I would agree with that. But Georgia's just had like a million and a half weapons. The remaining top 10, uh, Oklahoma at seven. See, that's what I don't understand. Like, that's where you lose me. Like, I would have said Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley there, but I don't have Oklahoma now. Uh, Washington at eight. I get it. Yep. Texas at nine. I would switch Texas and Oklahoma. And then Florida State, which is kind of interesting. I can see that, though. State, yeah, they got some really good players. Oregon, did you say Penn State? Yep, UCLA, Utah, Wake Forest, really? Notre Dame, there's Ole Miss. Why would Ole Miss be higher? Now I'm going to start getting pissed. Yeah, this. I'm sorry. This is a gateway. This list sucks. Where, where's Iowa? It does kind of suck. Where's Iowa? Very last. Very last out of all the schools. Yeah, they're like I. Yeah, it goes I. It goes Iowa, then Arizona, because Arizona's actually um, offensively efficient. So, by the way, did you see I was looking for a new AD? I didn't do Gary Barda. Um, fuck no, I <laughs> that Gary Barda like he he survived a lot of stuff. Uh, yes, but, I mean he's been there a long Scandal. time. When you look at the stuff with the players, multiple sports. Yeah, you kids getting injured in the waiver, like all sorts of shit. Like, I yeah, mean, bad stuff. Now you've got a gambling thing that, um, I guess, is pushing it over the edge. I don't know. He's you know retiring. Um, yeah, the gambling was, stuff, like what, we said, is not looking good for a lot of people. It's bad. You found it interesting though. No, Iowa fans disagree on everything, and this news was collectively like, thank God. Like, yeah. I mean, even the contracts with Ferences, like everything is like, yeah, ugh, like not good. Yeah, so not great. Um, but I will say, if you do want to do that job, you can go ahead and do that. We can still do this podcast, and then you could probably get yourself season tickets to watch Caitlin Clark. Uh oh, god, that would be that's awesome. your way in. Yes, I mean, that so. might, that's it. I would. I mean, I just don't think my emotions would translate well to good ADing. No. Like you care too I'd much. You there. care too much. I I, I care too much. You're you too nice of like a person, business. really. This is just like, God damn it. Brian Ferentz, get in here. <laughs> Six for nineteen passing again. No, I'm pissed off just thinking about it now. Um you want to do a little gambling? I can't remember. So last week we talked gambling lines, right? So so in honor of Memorial Day, start of football, since I'm putting you on the spot with Offense power rankings that are kind of shitty. Want to do a little guess that point spread. Okay. So we did a couple last week, right? We did TCU Colorado. Um, now, I was just going to peruse. These are from DraftKings. 
okay. and do a little guess that point spread. Now, week zero is, it's not great. It's not great. Also, week zero is Saturday, August 26th. Does that seem even particularly early? Yes. Even by week zero standards? Like, it just sounds... Yes. That's, that's three months. That's crazy sauce. Okay. There are a couple of reasonably good games. Okay. Notre Dame Navy. And that's not really a good game, actually, uh, as as indicative of the point spread. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, that's got to be pretty big. Good. Is it 22 yeah. and a half? Holy fuck, 21. Well done. Well done. Not much. <laughs> that is pretty good. How about USC San Jose State? Also not a great game. Like, emphatically not a good game. Um... I'll go Oh, maybe cuz people just overrate USC, so maybe I'll go 25 29 and a half. Oh. That These is games. I mean, and I'll just I'll I'll go through a like Vandy Hawaii Vandy's favorite by 18 and a half. Remember that was like a close game? Yeah. One money on that. Like I mean, that um, was the best seems game like a is probably now. Ohio San Diego State. All these spreads are terrible. Now week one, week okay, one is so pretty good. August thirty first. Okay, we're getting everybody in the zone. Oh my god, football's here. Did we talk about Florida Utah last week? I can't remember. No Utah at home versus Florida. What do you think that spread is? Utah at home. Um, is Utah favored? They should be. Yes, and okay. I will give you a fourteen and a half. Like, this was nine and a half. Okay, so is Florida going to be bad? I think Florida might be bad. Y- yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I in my mind, Florida's been bad. So that's me. Florida fans are going to be pissed like about that. Be bad. Yeah. Well, in Utah, uh, but that's like an awesome home. Thursday night game, by the way. Yes, that is. That is an awesome Thursday night game. The other one, of course, would be popular in the area of of my hometown and specifically my street. Nebraska at Minnesota. There are going to be a lot of beers drank for this game with my friend Jason. So I don't even know who. I mean, Nebraska I would think might be favored in that game, but Minnesota no, in by fact, a lot. Min- Minnesota by seven and a half. I kind of love Nebraska. Yeah, I, that doesn't the seem. Fuck is Minnesota? Yeah, like I no, mean, who exactly. Fucks Nebraska? But who fucks well, Minnesota first and foremost? Like, I feel like they had a very quiet when year Minnesota last year. Minnesota wins by fifteen points. Yeah, made it feel very real, very strange. Um, while we're on the topic of gambling, right. you can Let's... give me more games, but I this is actually just a discussion that we were going to have, and I think it's maybe why you took a week off of the podcast. I'm just kidding. Um. Can we discuss Bob Baffert? Because we're, we're house divided. How dare you? If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, all right? And um, the 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 pride of Arizona. Um, I mean Bob Baffert. What's your beef? Yeah, like he's. Well, here's the thing. Not to get make this into a serious discussion, but like when you fuck with like horses' health, that's where I get. Yes. But, yes. But. I, I, his, the fact that he won is pretty unbelievable. Like yes. horse racing just can't get out of its own way. Like it just can't. You have horses dying before the derby. You have Baffert went in the second leg. Like horse yeah. racing just cannot win. See. So I will, I will say like he just finds a way and his lack of fucks given. I, I do kind of appreciate that. Yeah. But. Not that it makes it better, but I feel like in the sense of just, like, horse racing in general, it's kind of, like, not the greatest to the animal anyway. So it's a kind of interesting that people, like, find that good on their high horse, for lack of a better term, to defend, you know, animals when... Are you... Are you... This... Are you are, wait, did you... First off, t- two things. A, did you just use high horse on a horse racing discussion? Yes! Like, holy shit, wow. Like, you just stumbled into gold. Like, you're just, like... Whoops, look at this. Um, yeah. Horse racing is not the greatest animal, like... Yes, but so... he's 
he's just a piece of shit. Actually, no, you know what? Now I'm going full Bob Baffert. Like, fuck Bob Baffert. How's that? Then, I mean, I'm still gonna bet on his horses, no matter what. If they're if they're allowed in to, be to clear, race, I'm gonna to bet be on clear. them. Yes. Uh, no, is... <laughs> to be clear, I'm still gonna make money yes. off them, but no, no, no. Like I, I will not not bet on him. I can still not like him. Okay. But he's his horses are good. Like he's a good. Okay, trainer. that's fair. Like, they, I like, can accept that. He's good at his job, and I'm not like, I, oh god. The the moment I start like excluding his horses, um, you never win. Like, I shouldn't be gambling on sports. Like that's yeah. Bad. You know me. I'll bet on like it. It that's no. It's fine. I bet on lots of teams and players I really don't like. Um, sure, that's all good. Like I, I will bet against my teams. Whatever is needed. When I know Iowa is going to shit the bed, I will bet against Iowa. Like betting. Heard... This is this is a business transaction. So um... Bob Baffert, if you win us money, thank you for that effort. But still, man, eh. what I... is the Belmont? It's like what two weeks? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's I, a I don't. Race. I'm bad with with knowing when horse races are. I'm better at knowing when cars are racing. Um, I um, go ahead. Oh yeah. Oh, that, no, I don't know. I'm going through more games. I'm just I'm stumbling through these. You um, you you just enjoy. Just I think actually, you know what this comes down to. I just would like everyone on the podcast to know is that this is mostly just your way of being so proud of the fact that you've taught me so much about gambling on games because i can guess these spreads pretty closely and pretty much you're, you're pretty good yeah and pretty much all i've I, all i've learned through and how to sports gamble is from you so i think part of it is you just being like dang it she can do it that's part of it the other part <laughs> you know this i love i love a fresh slate of games like so Which is funny because like these play. lines are certainly gonna oh. move like there's no way that they oh, stay even remotely no, that's the part no, I feel very off on some of these. Like that's um here's here's uh this game sucks, but let's do it anyways. Indiana at home versus Ohio State. Oh my god. Breaking in a new breaking in a new quarterback. The spread is robust. Forty five. So it's not sugar. Twenty eight. That's it? Because in wow. Indiana's at home, Al McCord may not be good. Be good. <laughs> Uh, TCU Colorado is still 21. Um, what other games? This is all week one. I mean, week one's not bad. No, week one is a solid. Week two's pretty good, too. U- UCLA versus Coastal Carolina, 15 and a half. Washington versus Boise State. That's interesting. What do you think of that game? I think Washington only Washington is at home. Yes. The spread is uh 14 and a half and yeah. i think washington will cut co- if i could place money on that right now on and i can i think i'm gonna bet that before the end of the day yep um you Spring. know i should say it's great because it's football penn state versus west virginia hey. what do you think where is it penn, at west virginia? it's in penn state oh west virginia might not might not be good yeah that could be a rough road trip 18 and a half and then, and then we get to some doozies here. Um, LSU, Florida State, and that's neutral site, I believe. Mm-hmm. What do you think this? That that is a fucking great game. Like these are two top ten teams, I think. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Hmm. I mean, that first of all, that game was good last year. Um, also, just like a, an emotional roller coaster, really. Um, the game was good last you know year. What? I'll take I'll take Florida State in that one. LSU minus two, Florida State plus two. I kind of like Florida State as well, by the way. Yeah. I think Florida State's going to be good. Yeah, me too. Um, Dang. The Monday night game is Duke versus Clemson. Clemson minus 11. <laughs> I feel like Clemson's going to win that by a lot. Uh, that that um, sucks that they scheduled that. Um, that's... Also, is this right? Oregon State and San Jose State play on Sunday at 930. Is that correct? That yeah. would be awesome. Yeah, it's, it's Labor Day weekend, right? Week one, Labor Day weekend. So it's But, but usually it's just like the one game. I mean, I love a Sunday night fucking nightcap game. That would no, be great. I, last year, I think they had two on Sunday and two on Monday. Or two on Sunday, okay. one on Monday. Yeah. Well, sign me up. Um, okay. And now, I love doing that. We're going to do that again. We're more times. Just the fucking random pick of weird games. Um, random shit. Uh, okay. 
start because I have observations from a high school graduation party that I wanted to share with you. Okay. So my dad remarried uh-huh. and I have a younger brother. I was an only child, but I have a younger brother who just graduated high school this week. Right. And it was funny growing up because everybody thought he was like my son. <laughs> like, and now he's, now, now he's taller than me. So it's not as funny anymore, but still like it was, but it's cool. It's like a neat thing. So I went uh, to his graduation party. I was hanging out with his friends. I don't spend a lot of time unless I'm at like a high school football game around like legitimate, like high school kids. Um, I've got some observations. Okay, okay. First off, great kids. Very, very polite. Like I've got no, no, they're very social, very polite interactions. were very positive. Probably he's a good kid. He hangs out with good kids. I'm sure there's asshole high school kids around the country, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, shitty mustaches though are in page. Shitty mustaches are on. Okay. Like, I'm buying the stock of shitty mustaches. Mm-hmm. Like shit. Like when I say shitty, I'm just like they're just like they've probably been grown for like a week and a half. And they're just okay. not quite sure what they want to be, but there's a mustache there. Okay. Um, males in short shorts, like John Stockton level biker shorts. Like I have some short golf shorts. They're not like short, but like okay, that's like the thing. Yeah. Have you heard of the brand Chubbies? Yes, I have heard of Chubbies, but I I didn't like. Is this is this stylistically now the thing to do? Like. Like yeah. lines and shit being exposed, like that's the thing. Yeah, it's very much like um, um, a trend. I I should say, like men are very comfortable with short shorts. Young men, because why? Well, not? Like, I don't mind short shorts. It just was like every fucking kid that walked in was yeah. like, "There's a there is a white like a very pale thigh, yeah, some thigh looking at me the whole time. Don't care." Just an observation. Good for you, buddy. Live your pale thigh life. Um, another observation, like ironic t-shirts. Like that's that's the thing to do now. Like, yes. hey, this high schooler is wearing a Miller Lite shirt. This guy's wearing a fucking slam magazine shirt of like that's 20 years old. This guy's wearing a hat that seemingly came out of the dumpster. Like, like I I'm very old, Paige. I was actually. Why do you think I'm getting right? into the graphics business? Graphic teasing. Well, like I, yes, I get it, but, like, I felt very out of touch. Um, it's... Just studying attire alone, I felt very out of touch. Yeah, the the fashion trends are very interesting. Um, it's always funny, because, like, my brother is eight years younger than me, so he, like, has his own, like, fashion sense, and the guys that, like, are my age wear, like, similar things, but it's, like, slightly tweaked. And, like, his generation and seeing him grow up, because also, like, I don't know, maybe it's just our personalities, but we're both, like, big into, like, fashion and, like, dressing up and looking nice and, like, expressing ourselves through, like, our clothing. And for him, like, making sure he is dressed nice, and I don't know that, like, my generation of guys was worried. I feel like it was mostly just basketball shorts and a t-shirt and basketball shoes. Like that's that's how that's how we were. Okay. So I feel like that the fashion thing for men has definitely gotten a lot better. And like young men and and Gen Z is definitely moving in the direction of being a little bit more stylish in their own way. Some of it's a little weird. I I also loved and this I did love. And all of it was fun because this is like a I love just people uh-huh. But like when girls and guys are interacting at this party, they're not hugging. They're like handshake bro hugging. Like okay, again, I I love like there, there's just a cool vibe to the whole thing. The whole like, thing, okay. Like that yes, I was explaining to my brother the other day. This is actually a very funny rant. If I were a guy, I would have so much anxiety having say saying hello to other guys. Because the whole, like, whether you, like, dap and, like, do this, whether you, like, go in for the hug thing, like, I don't understand it. And it I already have enough, like, anxiety. Like, I'm always, like, like a hugger. Like, that's just my thing. But, like, obviously, since COVID, things have changed. So people aren't as, like, touchy. So I always feel rude, like, not touching people, which sounds very inappropriate. But, like, 
it's strange <laughs> it's weird but i literally was like blake how do you know like if a guy like is coming in if he's gonna like just like dap you or like give you the like shake it's, a, it's the or, early like, a it's the hug. early arm yeah yeah get and the like, arm up quick exactly quick. and like how do you know and he was like explaining it to me and i was like wow this is a whole thing like there needs to be like a breakdown but like if that were but like guys don't interact like that with me um, but if I was that like generation, like you said, and it's girls and guys, I would have straight up anxiety. I wouldn't know what to do. I'd be like, uh, I'd be like, you know, when I, people and like high five and fist bump. Like, ready? Yeah, they yes. know. Oh I, yeah, I did that a couple times me. this weekend too. So bad. <laughs> the like, no, I'm not. I'm not it. But I, I kind of just love that they they have those like that level of relationship yeah. has crossed. It, it, it is it is mutated into that. And yes, I was like, it's much more platonic oh. now amongst men and women, young men and women, which, which is, is actually great, nice. By the way, which I yeah. love to see. Yeah. So uh, we had a very good time. I drank way too much. Not the high schooler kids. I was on um, like p- policing duty. Oh, nice. Uh, my dad had me on like bou- bouncer duty, like if any, you know. And no, everybody is super cool. So basically, what you did was just, just drink what they weren't supposed to be drinking. Exactly. I was like sitting by the cooler also on the way home. So this was in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, the beer selection, Wisconsin beer. I, I do have a, a quick mini rant and I've maybe done it in the pod before. So new Glarus is like the most popular brewer in Wisconsin. They make okay. uh spotted cow, which you've probably, I don't know. Yes. Maybe even had. No, I'm not had it, but I've heard of it. It's like the go-to. Okay. Okay. So it is like the Miller light of, it's like what you drink first before you get into craft beer. Okay. I had this discussion on Twitter. People love Spotted Cow. It is not New Glarus's finest selection. Okay. Uh, it is Moon, Moon Man, Fat Squirrel. There's a beer called Totally Naked. It's the name of the beer. It's good. <laughs> it's just it's good. And then and then and then Spotted Cow. It's the name of the beer. I just I I did. Which I, one's your favorite? I probably made that more awkward. <laughs> uh, Moon Man. So I picked up some Moon Man. You you drank that on the pod. Naked is... Yes, I think I have. So uh, usually around the holidays. But, okay. But also now, I like I went into this grocery store. It was like the fucking holy grail of Wisconsin <laughs> craft beers. I spent an obscene amount of money. Um, and there's a brewer in Kohler. That's where um, Whistling Straits is, where they do the PGA. Yes. They have this Three Sheeps Brewing. I, I bought the goddamn store out of this beer it's so good so i am set on uh wisconsin beers for the foreseeable future for the summer uh, but it was fun yeah it was a good time i'm ready for it and um that would be my my random shit it was it was a lot that sounds like you had a great weekend i'm happy for you um i don't really know if i have a lot of random shit i actually like um spent a lot of time watching sports and kind of just relaxing this weekend i watched a lot of Premier League soccer. Um, there was also a English football league um, final that was like the championship league that goes up to the Premier League. And I don't know if you, I'm, it's been all over social media about how this like basically the entrance of this stadium I, I is like a house. Yeah. Yeah. And like that final yes. also went from it went to extra time, then went to penalties and the penalties usually like the first it's pretty much decided within the first five. Nope, it went past that, and no goalie made a stop. The only thing that happened was some guy just, like, zinged it over the goal, and that's how they lost and didn't get promoted. And, like, that's, like, a $200 million game. They get Those teams get the big TV deals and, like, everything. It's nuts. So so the $200 million I wanted to ask you about, mm-hmm. because I saw that, and I wanted to say this team's $9 million, their budget, or their – Whatever it yeah. was, it was like a, a nine million dollar team. Yeah, and like I don't know, fifteen years ago, somebody bought them for seven dollars, and now they get two hundred million. Mm-hmm. When this has happened historically, and I, maybe you know the answer to this, maybe you don't. It's completely foreign to me. Do these teams just get their ass kicked now? Like, do they so, go up and get their ass kicked, or is it like this? Like how, what does it normally look like? This was the first year in like a while that all the teams that were promoted to the Premier League did not get relegated. So the three teams that got relegated were in the Premier League for longer than a year. It usually okay. happens where they do tend to come back down, but the team that made it made it all the way through like a like that. I don't have you watched Welcome to Wrexham? This is actually I'm gonna make you watch it because it explains this a lot better no, than but I I'd would. Like to. But there's like a pyramid yeah. basically of like tiers of football and it 
basically Wrexham was in the level is in was in the level they got promoted this year spoiler sorry um they got promoted to another league that's higher and you just have to keep going but like this team that was in there was in that division and has moved up to get to the premier league at this point um but it takes years obviously to do this and it takes a lot of money and a lot of effort to get there because you have to like basically be able to afford a good team to get through these leagues and they're not i mean they're not easy to win every year um so yeah it's definitely a very like complicated process but basically the tv deal is like i i didn't realize this until like recently because i was learning about like all the other like um tournaments that go on like during the english premier league season and it's like um champions league is like the holy grail of tournaments throughout the year and like those that tv deal is like so much more money and that's like the top four it kind of depends on the league but the premier league gets four teams in and like you want to be in the top four of your league to be able to be in champions league and get that tv deal money which is so significant to like who you can pay to come play for you and things like that so this team moving to the Premier League obviously gets that much more money to put into stadium, things like that. All And that's just like, it's crazy to think about. It's interesting too, I think, because of the college football stuff that it makes my brain like think about like, okay, what if they did it this way? And like how, I mean, there's so much money in the sport. It's wild. But yeah, that was my my fun. I watched that. I went from like not I, watching I like world football at all to like now watching like in a game to get into the Premier League, which is not like I, the um, best of soccer. I did. I no, the pictures were so cool. Like of the stadium, the mm-hmm. just the authenticity of that team. I thought it yeah. was really, really cool. Like it, yeah. I, it was hard not to just be like, "Holy shit!" Um, looking yeah, at it. it's a crazy um, story. It's cool. Yeah, um, but that that was my random shit was me watching more success- sports. Uh, you don't watch Succession, correct? I'm not. I I'm not going to spoil anything. No, no, no. I was going to ask you: Did you see the uh, Twitter thread of college football coaches as Succession characters? No, I did not. Okay, I so watch, I will send I it to, to you. This. I think it's No Context College Football did that, and I I thought of you because I I felt bad yesterday that I I was like I know he's going to want to talk about this. Do you have any thoughts that aren't like spoilers? Because like I, I don't I don't so, know if I'll watch so, it, but like probably not. But just. Anything well, you want to things. say to the people? And one, I don't. This one's kind of viral on social media, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't know who she was. But I think she did it on TikTok, and then it got posted on uh, Twitter mm-hmm. for theory of who would be the CEO or who would be the company head. Okay. And one of the characters' surnames had this distinct surname, and it was connected to an athlete, an actual athlete, like a hundred years ago for okay. doing something. And I, I'm being very vague about this purposely. And it was kind of wild, but kind of not. And she fucking nailed it. Like she was like pre-show the way she explained it and what happened. It was it was unbelievable. Spot on. And so a, it's kind of amazing writing that you can get a, a, a character's last name like mm-hmm. five years ago or whatever they did it. Like the writing more than it, to do it. And uh, so that was really cool. Like she was unbelievable. Uh, and I thought it was great. Like, it's really hard ending good shows. That was like what I wanted to talk about. Like, you invest so much time into these shows you like. This was only four seasons. Um, but it's it to me, it's probably one of my top five favorite shows ever. Wow. And they nailed the dismount. Like, it wasn't perfection, but it was. It, and, it and wasn't a Game I of Thrones situation of where was, everyone was burning the internet no, down. No, it was. This last season was so good. And it, it held up to the pace. It wasn't. Yeah. There was better episodes this year, but like if you were going to end this show, like bravo. And uh, yes, I, I do. That has the highest, utmost. I'm very sad that it's over. Like I know I, I'm going to miss that show a lot. Yeah. Um, but yes. And now uh, I've got to find other shows to watch. Ted Lasso. You gave me one. Which is ending this week. Yes. Yeah. I gave me shrink. Welcome to Rexham, Shrinking, Ted Lasso. Those are the three you need to watch. And yeah. Drive to Survive for the love of Pete. Just get through I know. it. I I know. Um, I love. I, I just. Think, oh, I love Four Wheelman so much. Which reminds me, I actually, have something to tell you. I know. I think it's awesome. Perfect. Perfect time to end the pod, so we can like behind the curtain talk. Um. <laughs> all right. We are going to, I believe, record another episode this week. Yeah, we are. We'll have stuff to talk Fucking, about. What are we going to talk about? Like, what do you Whatever. have stuff to talk about? I'm like, buddy, come on, <laughs> kill now. Like, come on, like, like. 
I'll do every, I'll review every Wisconsin beer I own. <laughs> uh, whatever, it, whatever it takes. Yeah. So we will be doing another pod this week. week, which will be fun. What, do we, what conference do we want to talk? We did Big 12 win totals. What do you, what do you want to do? Dealer's choice. You want to do Pac-12? No. Let's do the ACC. This will be fun. No, let's oh. do the ACC. ACC is fun. A little Florida State. Know, it's little... not fun. <laughs> no, it's okay. He's like, whatever you want to do, not the ACC. Let's do the Pac-12 to make you feel bad. No, like, well, no, the Pac-12 is good. Like, future is good. Like, this year, Pac-12 is like, it's like the most watchable conference in football. If we'll you just listened to this whole episode audio, great. But please go to the YouTube just to look at that little last little that Kramer just did in the camera. Oh, oh by the way, how about how about this shirt? Um, is it Kramer? This is home. Kramer Jammer. So this is the Alabama State. This is Alabama State bird. Yes. This is my yellow hammer shirt. Yes, I. Um, which is a delicious cocktail, which I'm making this weekend for my. Uh, for your birthday party, which is, sounds weird. Perfect way to end the pod. Perfect um, way to end the pod. Right, yeah, we'll, we'll talk, talk to you guys, guys later, later this week. week. Um, See ya. Sounds good. All right, cheers. <laughs>